0: Welcome to the video. Don't forget to hit that bell icon for weekly videos on historical figures and stories. If you enjoy the content, be sure to subscribe. The story of Witsuk, is set at the height of the Viking Age in the 9th century. During this time, the Norsemen were raiding lands indiscriminately. England, Paris, the Mediterranean, the list goes on. No lands were safe from their wrath. Vitsuk was a key player during the time of the Great Heathen Army and their conquest of most of England. However, there is one issue with the tale of Vitsuk. Many sources mention a son of Ragnar named Halfdan who accompanied his brothers to England. Due to Halfdan and Vitsuk not being mentioned in any of the same sources, many historians believe that they are the same person and that Vitsuk was perhaps the nickname of Halfden. Regardless, we will explore all sources regarding the life of Vitsuk and Halfden, assuming they were indeed the same person. First, let's look at Vitsuk's life according to the Gesta Donorum. According to this source, Vitsuk was the son of Ragnar Lothbrok, the legendary king and raider, and his mother was a woman named Swang Logger. Ragnar, being a man of action, prepared an expedition to the Hellespont and summoned an assembly of Danes. He would take many of his sons and Vitsuk would be one of them. The young warrior would go with his battle-hardened father and some of his brothers to the other side of the known world where the sun shone brighter and where the sea was much clearer. According to the tale, Ragnar and his forces subdued the armies of the Hellespont, but their king had married off his daughter to the Russian king in hope of an alliance. Ragnar would soon face the Russians and their boundless army, but he and his sons would overcome their forces. Vitsuk and his father would also overcome the forces of the Scythians, who were an ancient nomadic people. Vitzuk had fought well and had distinguished himself in battle, and his father Ragnar rewarded him with a province that they had taken. But a deal had to be made, and he shared it with the king of the Russians. Once Ragnar's army had finished in the Hellespont, he and his forces returned to Scandinavia, as did Vitsuk. After a time, Vitsuk would come to rule over Sweden. However, much of the events of how this came to pass have been lost. Many warriors and Jarls wished to govern Sweden, and they would plot against Vitzuk. One day, a Jarl named Daxo would prepare his army, but he would disguise it as a large trading community, and would ride on the city in which Vitzuk resided. Daxo would ride into the city under the pretense of being a trader, and Vitzuk would receive him with hospitality. As the disguised army arrived into the city, they would leap out of their wagons and carriages that weren't full of goods, but were full of warriors. Vitsuk, being a warrior through and through, slew many men and couldn't be killed. He would soon be surrounded by a heap of enemy corpses, but many of his own personal warriors were captured in the fight. Twelve of his warriors were captured, and they were granted their freedom, but instead they gave up their lives for their king and chose to share the dangers with their leader Vitzuk. Daxo was moved by the gesture from his warriors, now knowing that Vitzuk was a worthy king. So Daxo offered Vitzuk his daughter in marriage, but the dowry would be half of his kingdom. Of his own will, Vitzuk embraced the sentence of doom. Daxo then promised he could choose how he wanted to die. Vitsuk said he wanted to be bound and burned alive with his warrior companions. Daxo obliged him, and by the way of kindness, granted him the end that he had chosen. Now let's look at Vitsuk according to the tale of Ragnar and his sons, which has a completely different story. Ragnar would marry Oslog, the daughter of Sigurd the Dragonslayer. Together, Ragnar and Oslog had four sons Ivar the Boneless, Bjorn Ironside, Vitsuk, and then Sigurd Snake in the Eye. When Ragnar's sons were fully grown, they went raiding far and wide. Ragnar's oldest sons were called Eric and Agnar. The brothers would conquer Zealand, Gotland, and Oland, and many small islands in the sea. Ivar the Boneless and his younger brothers being Bjorn and Witsuk, set their base in Zeeland, where they would prepare many other raids and conquests. This however, went against the will of their father Ragnar, but his sons would all crave war, wanting to become as famous as their father, but this would ultimately lead to some of their downfalls. Ragnar's sons had essentially turned against him and were taking some of his lands against his will. To combat this, he set up a man called Aestane Belli as king over Upper Sweden to hold the realm from his sons. Eirik and Agnar, however, his oldest sons, would sail to Sweden on their dragon-headed longboats. Aestane would consult the Swedish chieftains and would raise an army to defend the land from Ragnar's bloodthirsty sons. Eirik and Agnar's army would clash against Aestane's, and a great battle would ensue. But Ragnar's sons were overwhelmed by superior numbers. Their troops were completely slaughtered to a man. Agnar would be slain in battle, and Eirik was captured. Eirik said he no longer wished to live after such a shameful defeat. He asked Aestane to catch him from below on spear points and lift him above all his slain warriors. His dying declaration was, Send word to my slender sweet stepmother, Tell her all my rings are hers, My brother's anger will grow when she brings the bounteous news of my demise. Osloog would soon receive the news of both of her stepson's deaths, and she would weep blood. She then said to her own sons, If you lot had fallen, they would not let you go forgotten. Vitsuk would answer, let's plan before vowing how vengeance might be managed. Various vile torments await for Agnar's killer. King Aestane would hear word of the coming vengeance of Ragnar's sons and would raise an army with every man of fighting age who was in the realm. Ivar, Bjorn and Vitsuk would raise their own army and when the two sides met, A climactic battle ensued. Rage and retribution would make them fight with a trance-like fury. The Sons of Ragnar were in the thick of the fighting, and slew many men that day. Aestane's forces were dwindling, and were eventually beaten, and a mass slaughter followed. King Aestane would fall, making the Sons of Ragnar even more famous. Ragnar would eventually go back to England, and would wage war on King Ella. The great king and warrior that was Ragnar would get captured, however. He was then executed by being thrown into a pit of snakes. Once again, the sons of Ragnar would need to avenge another family member, but this time, it was one of the most celebrated Vikings of all time, their father. Ivar, Bjorn, Sigurd, and Vitsuk would make their way to England having amassed a huge army, which would later be known to history as the Great Heathen Army. They killed King Ella, and killed him with the ritualistic execution that was the Blood Eagle, to humiliate Ella, just as he humiliated Ragnar in the Snake Pit. They wanted him to suffer, by sacrificing him to the gods with a vengeful slow death, to appease Ragnar's spirit. After this, Witsuk and his brothers went raiding in many lands, England, Normandy, and France. The furthest they got was the town of Luni in northern Italy. They even thought of going to Rome, but decided against it, due to the great tales they had heard on their travels of the ancient city of old, where strange gods had once ruled, and had allowed the warriors of the city to conquer the world. So Vitsuk had raided far and wide, he had been to the Hellespont, had fought the Russians, Scythians, Italians, French, and the English, and he and his brothers were the most famous men in all lands where Norse was spoken. Once the sons of Ragnar returned to Scandinavia, they divided up the lands, and Vitsuk would rule Wendland. Now, According to the Anglo-Saxon sources following the conquest of East Anglia and Northumbria, Ivar the Boneless would take many of his warriors north and would disband from the great heathen army. In the Anglo-Saxon chronicle, Witzuk would be referred to as Halfden, but for the sake of the video, we will continue calling him Witzuk. After Ivar went north, Witsuk would take command of the great heathen army according to the Anglo-Saxon Chronicle. His army would battle the West Saxons nine times, including the famous Battle of Ashdown. On the 8th of January 871, Witsuk divided his forces into two contingents, one under him the king and another under his earls. They were facing Prince Alfred, who would later be known to history as Alfred the Great and his older brother, King Ethelred of Wessex. Prince Alfred led his forces into battle, and both sides would form a shield wall. King Ethelred did as a king should, and led the charge uphill towards the Vikings. The battle was fierce, with many warriors dying, but eventually the Saxons would have the victory. Witsuk, however, was still at large, having escaped the battle. Just two months later, there was another battle, known as the Battle of Merton. According to the Anglo-Saxon Chronicle, there was a great slaughter on both sides, but the Vikings had possession of the battlefield. The warrior-priest Bishop Hermond would fall, and just one month later, King Æthelred would die due to the wounds that were inflicted on him in the battle. Witzhuk was now one step closer to conquering the entirety of England. He and his forces had nine consecutive battles against the West Saxons, but they just wouldn't submit, so he would accept a truce with their newly crowned king, Alfred. Witzhuk and the Great Heathen Army then captured London and would winter there. During this period, coins were made bearing the name hafton identifying him as the army's leader and king. The Vikings would bide their time there till 874, where they conquered Mercia and opposed its king, King Buchred, and then replaced him with the Danish puppet regent Seawolf. Following this victory, the great heathen army would again split, with Guthrum heading south to continue the fight against Wessex and Vitsuk going north. Vitsuk would then conquer Dublin and kill Aestane Olafsson, its king. Ivar the Boneless had ruled the city prior to his death in 873, and Vitsuk wanted to regain his brother's lost kingdom. However, Vitsuk didn't remain in Ireland for long, and in 876, he returned to Northumbria, being crowned the King of Jorvik, which can be translated into Scandinavian York. Witsuk's reign in Dublin wasn't secure though, and he was deposed while ruling in York. Upon hearing of this, he was furious. He returned to Dublin to try to recapture the city in 877. Vitsuk wouldn't be fighting the Irish however. Dublin was a Viking city at the time, with them all vying for power there, and what better way to cement your rule than to kill a legendary son of Ragnar. In this venture, Vitsuk finally met his end, dying in Ireland. So in the Gesta Norum, Vitsuk died in Sweden. In the tale of Ragnar's sons, it says he ruled Wendland after all his adventures, and if Halfdan is indeed the same person as Vitsuk, then according to the Anglo-Saxon accounts, he was slain in Dublin. Could Vitsuk have been the same man in all three sources, or do you think him to be more than one man His achievements were legendary sailing to the Hellespont, fighting the Russians, Scythians, Irish, English, French, and Italians. He was hailed as the King of Jorvik. He shared lands with the King of the Russians near the Hellespont. He was the King of Dublin for a time and the ruler of Wendland. Were all of these achievements possible for one man? Let me know your thoughts in the comment sections down below. I hope you all enjoyed the video and I'll see you all soon for another History Profile.